Hey guys, welcome back to my pod. Today I have Alana Miller here with me. Hi, Alana. Hi. Hi. <laughs> okay, so you guys, June 15th is the big day. California is going to open. It's basically all as if we're going back before the shutdown, right? There's going to have a little bit of restriction, but barely any. How do we feel about this? Um, I mean, I'm excited, um, but on the other hand, I'm definitely nervous uh, because if there's anything the last, like, what, 15 months have taught us is that people can't be trusted to do the right thing, especially even if it means protecting someone else from death. So, um, <laughs> yeah, the resistance to some of the, some of the precautions was crazy. It still is. But, um, yeah, I... I um, I realize that I'm going to have to ease into being more comfortable with it because you'd think, you know, being on this earth for 30 something years and living in a certain way and not having those restrictions and just 15, 16 months of having them. It's like, I need to relearn how to act kind of (laughs) and be in public and be like comfortable just being and having no mask on being in a crowd so yeah, I'm I'm happy, but definitely proceeding with some caution. I feel the same way. I think the new rule that says people who are vaccinated, they don't need to wear a mask. I don't trust people to actually be honorable in the fact that, oh, I got vaccinated, so I'm not going to wear a mask. I think I'm nervous about the people who are just going to lie about it. The people who are against masks from the get-go and they're just, who's going to check? Who's going to check? I mean, it's going to be some, it's going to be interesting when we start seeing like businesses uh, ask or require proof of vaccination or a negative PCR test to, to go in. I know uh-huh. like um, large stadiums are doing that. Oh yeah. Well, the Staples the, Center is doing it, the big yeah, I, but it's interesting. I wonder what they're going to do because yeah, people lie. The honor system does not work. And I've seen stuff on social media where anti-maskers, anti-vaskers, anti-vaxxers are like, well, I identify as vaccinated. Oh, (laughs) I know. I saw that. I know. Yeah. I, so I was, when the CDC came out with that, I was like, no, (laughs) because I immediately was just like the people that are shady and that um, do not care about how they, their behavior impacts others are going to take that and completely run with it. And just say, yeah, I'm vaccinated. I don't have to wear a mask. And, you know, we still have the, the uh, mask mandate in place right now, but June 15th, like I get your camera out. Okay. There's going to be some Karens and kids out there. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm recording because people are going to be out here acting a fool. Well, you're right. The, I think the big events, they are, I read the big events, like the concerts, the basketball games. I don't know if flights are doing it, but those big events, they're going to ask for verification, but even so, I even heard of fake um, verification cards. Yes, so, uh, there's been so many people that have gotten in trouble for that, gotten arrested. I think there was uh, somebody like a bar owner in California. I think it was in Northern California. You know, they don't, sometimes they don't know how to act up <laughs> there. Sorry, <laughs> NorCal. I'm talking more of like kind of in the middle, like the central. Yeah. Um, but, uh, he was selling the vaccination, uh, fake vaccine. Well, there were real ones that I don't know where he got them. Um, but he was filling them out and selling them for $20 and that's a federal crime. And 
<laughs> he's a felony. He's going to jail for a long time. Well, I'm yeah, not, who does that even? Well, I'm not surprised because I mean, it's just a paper, you know, if you just get like a, what is it? Those, those thick cape card paper, cut it up, cut up on a little square, print it. So I think it's fairly easy to do. So anyways, those people that we have, we have to worry about the people who are not truthful about it. But also, I don't even know how I'm going to be socially dating at work, just in life in general. So during the pandemic and right now I do, I'm on online dating, but before previously when it was in the thick of it, I just, even now I go back and forth and think to myself, is it even worth dating? What kind of conversations do you have with the person? Like before you had to worry about, you know, like STD. You don't have to worry about him being dying because of a hook. No, I mean, it's better now, obviously with the vaccination, but those were my thoughts in the beginning, you know? Um, and I kind of, my friend was telling me, well, you know, complete isolation is probably not the best thing. I'm like, okay, I get it. Yada, yada. So I kind of went back and forth, turned on my app, turned off my app. But now that things are getting better, I still don't know. I haven't, I don't date much. Um, so I don't know what I would do if I go on actual dates. I guess like they, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Anyone out there who, is very flexible with online dating. Let me know how you do it. I don't know. I think I'm just testing the waters right now to see what the options are because I don't know about you, but the options are not like, you know, I'm not the type of person to open the app. And then like, there's a million people that I'm interested in. and I'm going on a million dates from the jump, you know? So I think it just takes time. So I was kind of prepared for that, like opening the app. Let's see what's out there. Ease into it. And the other day, me and my girlfriend, we went out to eat and there was this guy, he was, he was drunk and he was giving us, he was, he was not cute or anything. (laughs) So he kind of gave that face like you're excited, but no, no, he wasn't our type, but he was drunk and he kind of gave like drunk, creepy guy energy. And he came up to us and he stuck out his hand to shake our hand. I didn't know what to do. I I didn't want to be rude. So I kind of gave like a little fish handshake and then I ran to the bathroom and washed my hands. But I was thinking, sir, I'm gonna need you to back that ass up. You are too close. I don't know what to do, Alana. What do you and you normally I'm a hugger, I'm a shaker. Yeah. You know? Well, It sucks. Like I'm also an affectionate person. I definitely enjoy showing and and giving affection. So I I really hope that what we've gone through since 2020 with the pandemic does not change that behavior and we can eventually go back to giving hugs. But yeah, I mean, get with the game. Right. Maybe he wasn't old, but drunk man, like we elbow, we elbow, we like, you know, Wakanda forever. We don't <laughs> with, with strangers. Like, ew. I'm but, sorry. Right, I, don't. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to proceed with caution. Like new people that I, if I know you, I, if you're okay with hugs, okay. And I trust that, you know, you are, you know, a, not a reckless person. Like, yes, I will. I'll go in for the hug. And, you know, even if I know you, I'm going to be cautious about how I 
say hi or bye because you just don't know everyone's different comfort level. So I think new people, old people, I'm just going to veer on the side of caution. And if they're okay with it, then I'll go in for the hug or whatever it is. But you can't just go in straight for a handshake, stranger. No, no. And (laughs) one thing I, I hope the behavior that changes is like, you know, before COVID, when someone would do that, want to give you an unsolicited, unsolicited hug or stick out their hand and you're like, I don't want to touch you. And you kind of felt like like obligation to like not be socially rude. And so you're like, okay, hug me. Uh, okay, I'll shake your hand. Like, I really hope that because we're now more vigilant about people in their, in their germs, we don't feel that obligation anymore to do things like that that we're uncomfortable with and we draw that boundary of like yeah no um thank you very much like I'm I'm Heisman and people I'm like eh, eh. I wonder yeah I don't I don't like touching strangers well I also wonder if some people are gonna be the opposite of the spectrum where they're thinking oh my god we've got we've passed the storm and they just want to hug everybody because they just took it for granted. You know, like, it's like, a th- yeah. I'm so thankful. Come here, give me a hug kind of thing. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, my, my first question is, are you vaccinated? <laughs> are you vaccinated? Are you masked? Because like, I'm fully vaccinated. And if I, if I did not have on a mask and somebody that unvaccinated had a mask on, I think I'd be okay giving that person that I know a hug, you know, mm-hmm. like, I think I'd be, I'd be all right with that. But I, I actually want to ask you something as like online dating. It's really interesting. <laughs> I read something that some online um, apps, online dating apps are going to start um, putting like vaccine status in the profile. So you'll have like a little icon or something if you wanted to share your vaccination status. So that way you could quickly see, and of course it's still the honor system, who's vaccinated, who's not. So that's essentially like, who could you meet up with in person safely and who not? Have you seen Um, that? Or like, how do you feel about I, I think that if that's an option, I, I like it. I'm all for it. I don't know. I'm going to open mine up really quick to look. Which one are you on? (laughs) I'm on Hinge. (laughs) Oh, okay. Look, (laughs) I've been out of the online dating game for over six years. Nothing. Girl, do your thing. It works. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I don't think it has, unless I'm not seeing it, I don't see that there's an option for you to put your status on it, but there is a box that says, oh, uh, you could, you know, type in how you prefer, like how you like, what is it? I don't know. I don't want to budget. It said something like by safe dating. It says a little box. It says my safe dating preference. So you could, I guess you could put whatever you prefer in there, vaccinated, non-vaccinated, but it's not really a sticker. I don't think it's just a little box. Yeah. But that's so cool though. Right. But I have seen people put on their profile whether or not they're vaccinated. And for me, I like seeing that. I'm like, whew. Because it says so much. You know, like before all of this and before we actually truly grasp just how awful people are. I mean, I don't know how else to put it, but just how bad and awful people are when it comes to public health. Um 
I, I, it was like somebody got vaccinated. It wasn't like, oh, okay, you believe in science. It means all of these things. Mm -hmm. But now, like going through the last year of people acting a fool, someone like in this day and age, when everyone can get vaccinated in our age group, right? It says a lot if somebody doesn't get vaccinated and it says a lot if someone does, because you, you can surmise if somebody doesn't get vaccinated, this means you know, either it, it could be they have a medical condition and they're concerned about it. Sure. But, uh, you know, typically it means that they are like, you know, they believe that there's some type of conspiracy, Bill Gates and Soros and 5G chips and all of this stuff. And then if somebody does get vaccinated, you're like, oh, OK, cool. You actually believe in science. You're taking personal responsibility. You want to help us get back to normal. I like you. That's like a good base. Yeah. Right. It's just it's so crazy to me that something that has been used as a public health measure for decades, right, for almost for about a century now with inoculation, something that we've been fine doing. We get our infants like days after they're born. We get them. We give them shots and we're fine. They our kids have to take shots to go to school. We had to take shots to live in a dorm in college. We were all fine with that. And, and so you're like, yeah, okay, you're a normal person. High five, you got a vaccine. Like, you want a cookie. Now it's like, hey, yeah, you're on the right team. It's just very, it's weird to it me. Is a, you're right. Whenever yeah. I see people talking about, and there has been people on the profile saying something, I think so, I forgot. His profile yeah. said something like, I get along with, um, it's something, I think the option was, um, you should leave it, leave a comment if. You know, and his thing was, if you something, something, and he was like, and if you don't believe in government propaganda and you don't, you don't care to wear something about not caring to wear a mask. I I mean, okay, to each their own, but I feel like when I'm, if I'm dating and I'm seeing profiles saying that they are, they just, they refuse to wear a mask. I think it communicates that you don't respect care to take care of other people or other people's well-being so you can yeah. be healthy as a a horse you know and yeah you're not being affected but it tells me that you don't care for other people like no consideration for yeah. people around you it's a little it's a it's a bit narcissistic like I don't want to say like there are legitimate concerns about the safety of the vaccine and that comes mm -hmm. from it's new it, you know they're new it, they're new and we don't have a lot of data. And like, I, I, I get it. I get that when people have legitimate, like, you know, ugh. but it's not like, and it's not steeped in like conspiracy. Right. But like, it's those people that say those types of things when you're like, Oh, mm. and you can swipe left and you already know. And it's interesting. How long would it have taken you to realize that that person wasn't shit? If you didn't see them put that in there. Right. I mean, you could be like, cool. And then how long like communication and stuff. And then you're you, like, you get those red flags later. It's kind of nice having that up front. Cause yeah, it does say two things. You get vaccinated. says one thing you don't, it says another. And so if you get that up front, then you're like, all right, moving on. Right. And you don't have to waste your time. Yeah. Huh. That's an interesting little filter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, read out. Yeah. It's just weird. So I don't even know how I'm going to be dating. I'm not sure. I'll let you know once I I go on dates. But lately, it's just been looky-loos, you know, just looking at the profiles. You know? I'm sure, like, summer, it's coming. 
It's it's gonna be. <laughs> you know what I <laughs> Those think? Those dating apps are gonna be on fuego. I, I promise you. I think. Okay, this is my prediction that once things open up, I feel like people are just gonna be in relationships back to back because. You know, people are there's what they thought they wanted their standards. I feel like it might be lowered or not lowered, maybe different because, well, <laughs> because they just they just miss human contact, you know. So it's like, yep. great, you like me, I like you, cool. Let's let's hang out. Yeah, it's also let's. <laughs> I was talking to Nick about this. I was like, um yo, we're about to see an increase in like STDs. I think we're going to see an increase in in DUIs. Unfortunately, I just feel like people are going to be so happy to like be able to go out and live life that they're going to act an effing fool. Like we already had the young kids that were, you know, they're driving the infection rates for, and I'm talking young kids. Oh my gosh. Like 20 somethings. (laughs) You're not, Huh, they're kids to me now. That's happened. Um, but they, I feel like they've already like are the leading cause uh, or they lead new infections and stuff. So they've already kind of been out there living life kind of recklessly. But then once everything opens up, it's a free for all. It's going to be hookup central. I, I'm, I am here for it. I am not engaging in it, but I'm here for the story. <laughs> well, I'll let you I really know. do think that's going to happen. I'll yeah, let you know if I go on any interesting dates. But so that's dating life. Socially, um, again, we kind of touched on that. At work, I read somewhere that someone said, well, the best, you know, when you're when we're moving back into going to the office, you know, I think everyone's gonna have the same low-key feelings and thoughts, but maybe no one's willing to say it out loud, you know, someone's coughing yeah. or whatever. They just said the best thing to do. I think it might've been Bernay Brown that I saw. She had it on her Instagram, but basically she suggested we just should talk about, or just name the elephant in the room and say like, Hey, you know, this is awkward. I don't know how to really act at work because it's new and just process it. Cause listen, everyone's probably thinking about the same thing too, but I think that's a good idea. Yeah, like return to work. So I am and um, I'm a virtual employee. I got hired during COVID. I've never physically met any people on my team. No one I work with, partner with. It's all been virtual. And like, so I'm, I'm happy that I'm able to stay at home. But the return to work, I think is very interesting, especially for people that have been working from home and, you know, need to go back, not someone in like the hotel industry that, you know, was getting their job back. So I think like for people like that, that have been working from home, that transition is going to be really difficult um, because at least personally, I find that I'm a lot more productive at home. I actually work longer hours, even though it might not be consistent, like seven to five, but, you know, taking breaks in between, helping out, you know, Ruby with her um, distance learning. But something that I think employers definitely need to consider when they um, ask their employees to go back to work is just what are you going to get out of that employee being in an environment that they're probably not comfortable being in? There's so many things that you have to worry about, whether it's like now you may need to book a desk at your office, like a satellite office before you could just go and sit anywhere. Now you have to book a desk so they can keep distance learning or distance learning, um, socially distance. Um, you got it. You probably have to wear a mask, like, you know, communal areas and, and refrigerators and microwaves and water dispensers, like 
all these things now that were just kind of gimmies when we were in the office, you really have to think about and be cognizant of and worry. And so I'm really interested in seeing like psychologically what happens to employees and if their productivity actually drops because they now that mental space that was reserved for just work. Now it's has to be split between work and worrying about being in close proximity with other people and getting COVID. It's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Um, I, my company, um, they actually just announced that they are looking to a more hybrid model of work that they will not require employees to go back into the office five days a week. Um, it's going to be, you know, like a hybrid situation, a few days that you go in. And I'm very appreciative of that. And everyone on my team that was going into an office before is definitely really happy. And like, look, it works. We're, you know, we've been doing it virtual and kicking butt and taking names. Proud of you, design team. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, I, I'm really curious to know. It's like everything is this grand social experiment. Like we've been in this social experiment for almost a year and a half now. And we're talking about these things that have changed, like our attitudes with work and what we're going to do with dating and how just going out socially, what we do, like the idea of eating popcorn in a movie theater again. Ugh, like I never want to do that. It's just human behavior is interesting. And I'm sure our kids and our grandkids will definitely learn a lot about this when they get older in school. Um, Cause a lot's going to change. I don't think we're ever going to get back to the way things were before. And I hope that the changes are for the better. Yeah. I think it's going to go like there's half of us that are so excited to go back to work. You know, some of us were thinking before this whole pandemic, they were thinking, oh my God, I wish I could work from home. And then they worked from home. They're like, I hate this. (laughs) So we'll see. I mean, I'm sorry. I just want this is what happens when you work from home. You wear a hoodie and leggings all day. I have not worn jeans in forever. I don't. How do you dress? What happens? It's the best. I know. When you have to wear like a legit bra, how are we going to go back? And how are we going to go back to wearing jeans? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. No clue. Things are so different. It's It's all very interesting and cool. And I definitely, with the reopening on June 15th, like, look, happy about it ultimately because it just means that we're that much closer to being able to you know not worry about stuff so much and go out and be okay it but it is going to be a a gradual um I'm going to have to like ease into it for sure I guess what that's that's what we're going to have to yeah it's going to be it is what it is right and I saw something online that was like when we go to the grocery, it was a meme online. It was like, when we go to the grocery store and the cashier tells us our total is 2020, we're going to have flashbacks of toilet paper, sanitizer, you know, all like the, the grocery store literally looked like it was a zombie apocalypse. All it was missing was like a rolling haystack mm-hmm. and flickering lights. It was I, crazy. I, I mean, I we was, all remember it, but I, I I've never all- felt that way before. Yeah, it it was a very new experience for us. And I just, the first time that I went to the grocery store when like stuff was sold out and everyone was in masks and there were a lot of people that were like, you know, masks and face shields and gloves. Like it was just 
really like dystopian and weird and you're walking down each aisle and you like in your local grocery store that you're used to going to and you just see empty, empty, empty. And then everyone's covered. It's just like that feeling. I panicked. Like, I'm going to be honest. I had an anxiety attack seeing that because it's just like, you, you take that stuff for granted. You, you take the fact that your store shelves are going to be stocked with stuff and you go and you'll be safe and be able to get what you need for your family. I mean, I like there was a chicken shortage. Like, chicken I don't know if you now. had that near you. Yeah, right. It's happening now. But do you remember in the beginning, there was like no, ch- hardly any chicken, hardly any beef. Like it was just like, it was crazy. I'm, I'm so happy that that's going to be done. But something about the grocery store I'm interested in seeing is, did you do this in the beginning when like, if you had to get like produce next to another person, like before you just go up and like grab it and, you know, go on your merry way. But like in the beginning of COVID, at least for me, I would step back or I'd like wait for that person, like finish in the area to grab their stuff. And so I'm interested in knowing like, huh, are we going to still do that? Are we going to like still kind of keep our distance when somebody walks by and not get too close? Or will we like get back immediately to kind of like that, that personal space being gone? I noticed when I go to the grocery store in the beginning, yes, it was very much someone would wait for me to pass or vice versa. I think people are so cautious now. What I notice is, I mean, I still wait a little bit. I'm not like on their ass, you know, like if they're there, I won't grab something right next to them just because I'm considering how they feel. So I'm still careful, but yes, it's a little bit more lax. That being said, I just want to take a moment and say of gratitude. Thank you, baby Jesus, that going to the grocery store does not feel so stressful before going. The idea of having to stand in those lines, going to the grocery store, ration what you get, the em- looking at the empty shelves. It was terrifying. It was so stressful. Horrible. I'm so every time I go to the grocery store now, I'm so thankful that it doesn't feel like how it did. MVPs throughout this whole thing, grocery store workers, especially farm workers, they are the unsung heroes. Okay. They They really are. Um, Obviously the healthcare workers, everyone, and then everyone that all the essential people, obviously, but though, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) It was so appreciative for them. And I know this is slightly off off topic in terms of like changes with June fifteenth, but can we we've called these folks essential? Um, we've now seen how essential they are because of what's happened with COVID and the shortages and all of that that we saw. We know how important those farm workers are, those um, meat plant workers are, the grocery store workers are. Can we start paying them more, America? Yes. We really do. We need hero pay. Just it's it's great, but it's not enough. Mm-hmm. It's it could be. It's not low skill. Those stuff that those people put up with. It's you know you, give them all sainthoods seriously because mm-hmm. we don't know how to act as Americans. We just don't. We're actually kind of rude to customer service representatives. Yeah, we need to pay them more. I appreciate that. Absolutely, so. one thousand, one million percent. I agree with you. One million percent. Any, okay, so anyone out there listening, please let me know how you feel about California opening back up in June 15th. Go to my um, Instagram at Jan Tackles. And I don't know if I love that name, by the way. I thought Jan Tackles because Jan tackles different subjects, you know, <laughs> in life, tackling yeah. subjects in life. 
in growth, in whatever different, you know, current events. I thought I liked it. I don't know. Maybe we'll keep it, but thinking of changing it. Anyways, right now it is Jan Cackles on Instagram, Twitter. Find me there. Um, leave a message, slide in my DMs and let me know how you feel about <laughs> June 15th and California opening back up. Next episode, Alana's going to join me. If you guys want, well, I think you guys should tune in because it's going to be a lot of fun. We're talking about, you know, gender roles in relationships. Alana has some passionate thoughts about women proposing to her, their men first. Tune in. It's going to be so fun. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Tune in next time. Bye.